it's Tuesday Booze Day. Tuesday Booze Day! And the tasting room is open! It's the best day of the week you get to drink gin on a Tuesday. And we're not drinking it alone. We've got me, haha, <laughs> Anya. Hello. And we've got Emma. Yay! And we've got our guest. Oh, it's all very exciting. So all of us in the room with the gin... Emma will be able to tell us all and we will taste it. Yay! (laughs) Hurry up and let me pour my drink. So, welcome to the tasting room, Genevieve. Nice to have you here. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. I'm really excited. And we've got Emma, our chief monkey gin taster in the room and and we're going to be tasting Hendrix so Genevieve tell us tell us why are we tasting Hendrix well I'm going to be honest here um I love honesty yes love a bit of honesty sometimes it is just it was what I had in the cupboard well not in this case but I don't drink gin that often I do occasionally, but mm. I'm not bothered with what type of wood plan or anything. But I, I did ask uh, my cousin-in-law, who is very knowledgeable about genes, as it turned out. And then she said, oh, go for Hendrix. So, okay, I'll go for it. So <laughs> I had a taste first at the weekend with my son, because he was here. And I said, well, I must taste, taste this beforehand. And uh, yeah, it's lovely, actually. It's really, really nice. So... So that's good. And I'm, you know, I've been trying it a little bit more. <laughs> I've got my glass here, yes. Uh, it's lovely. It's, yeah, it's very nice. It's very, it feels very fresh. Excellent. I love yeah. it. And it's not the first time we've had a guest come on and go, I don't really drink gin, but I asked somebody yes. I know who does. And those are sometimes yeah. the best yes. ones. And yeah. it means that we then drink a gin that ends up being often in people's cupboards. You know, we often have Hendrix in, but mm-hmm. so many people will choose something else, something a little more unusual. So it's mm-hmm. really nice to be able to get Hendrix in the room and to have a good taste of it. Yeah. Emma... Tell us about Hendrix then, because I was saying to Anya, of course, it is just one that you pick. You know, it's a staple. If you're in a bar and you're looking Mm. around and you go, oh, I'm not sure. I don't know anything about those gins. Oh, Hendrix. I'm going to pick Hendrix. Have a Hendrix. But I don't really know much about it. So um, it was one of the first gins, new gins, to kind of come out of the new wave and the new boom of gin. So around 1999, early t- kind of early 2000s. Ooh, that's when I was <laughs> Oh, goodness <laughs> sake. We don't even know that, Anya. <laughs> <sighs> the new wave of gins. Well, we've got gin now. You know, we can just drown our sorrows now. We feel very, very old, can't we? Um, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so William Grant and Sons decided they wanted to create a gin for the modern gin market. I'd say probably there were two gins for me that really spurheaded this uh, kind of modern gin movement. The first was Bombay Sapphire and its beautiful blue, blue bottle. Mm. First one to talk about its botanicals. First one to publicly say these are our botanicals, mm-hmm. even put them on the side of the bottle. Then Hendrix came along all mysterious with its, uh, you know, dark glass bottle um, which is the uh, yeah the kryptonite of any bartender trying to do stock take because you've got no idea how much is oh, in the bloody yeah. lip, in the in no the bottle idea. yeah yeah true swill it around give it a guess um, but yeah so they uh, went down the more unusual route 
Um, interestingly, they aren't the first modern gin to use cucumber as a botanical. That was actually mm. a gin called Martin Miller's that you guys might have heard of. It's still mm. around. Um, mm. But that, they mm. decided cucumber was going to be their super uh-huh. secret botanical and they wouldn't tell anybody. And then Hendrix came along and said, ah, cucumber, cucumber everywhere. <laughs> put, put some cucumber in your gin and tonic. And then as soon, I mean, I was working in a bar at the time. It was insane. As soon as one gin and tonic with a slice of cucumber in there went out, Everybody wanted one, especially uh, in summer. And and see, yeah. look what, what I have in my I glass. <laughs> You're prepared. Oh, we've got it here. <laughs> yeah, see, look at that. Oh, that looks beautiful. <laughs> so yeah, cucumber and rose are the two things that you think of when you think of Hendrix. But actually, there's a kind of there's a base gin underneath there, and that's what all of the gins. Because now they've started releasing new ones. You've got yeah, the yeah. Uh, Neptunia. Uh, the Luna, uh, they've just done one called the Flora Adora, which is their newest um, release. And we tasted the Midsummer a while back, yeah, um, ages ago, which was really nice. I remember being quite surprised by it. Yeah, I mean, there's a core base of eleven recipe, uh, eleven botanicals, sorry, that sit across all those recipes. So you've got your juniper, of course. Uh, you've got your angelica, you've got your coriander, our holy trinity of gin botanicals. And then you've got things like chamomile, caraway, elderflower, lemon, mm. orange, um, yarrow in there as well. A bit of cubeb. Kind of bit of what? what? Mm. Cubeb. Cubeb? Never heard of yeah. it. Yeah, like peppery. It, you'll find it across lo- quite a few gins now. But it's kind of like, yeah, spicy peppery. It gives a nice long kind of length to the finish, which is nice. nice. Well, I say that, we should probably try some, shouldn't we? Putting some in my glass. Oh, go on then. <laughs> and we, we're doing the traditional starting with a little neat and oh, then yes. mixing. Yes. Okay, hmm. it's in. Okay. I've actually got it in a glass today. But yeah, I guess on the nose you get you get that kind of top note of cucumber, but actually it's quite piney and resinous. There's lemon, there's some florals. I don't know if it's just the rose or maybe if the chamomile mm. and elderflower is coming to play a little bit, but mm. yeah. It's nice. It's it's exactly. Smooth. It doesn't. It's it's not jumping up yeah. your nose and causing problems, right? It's just lingering there, quite nice. But it's also not overly exciting. Neat. <laughs> we have some that we yeah. like more neat. But I want to put this into a G and T, and I'm going to do it straight away because <laughs> fair I want enough. To. I'm going to try some neat. Yeah, yeah. And I've had a trying sip. <laughs> trying it neat. You're right, Anya. It isn't. It isn't offensive at all. It's just really balanced. It's really nice. It's probably why it becomes just such a staple. It's just like, yeah, it's fine. But you're right. I couldn't drink this neat. I definitely want to mm. mix it. It's definitely a mixing gin, isn't it? You've got more kind of herbal and spicy notes on the palate, which is quite nice, though. Before you then kind of get your juniper, your waves of cucumber coming across, and that lovely peppery cubeby finish. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's why they keep uh, bringing up these new flavors, just trying to obviously to gain new, more new clients like myself, mm. for example. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can taste the little flavors that they add to, or botanicals mm. as they call it, um, to the gin. And it's um, the selling point, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I guess any gin that has a hero botanical or hero botanicals, the ones they shout about, are instantly more accessible because you've got a smaller range of things to try and pick out mm. and identify and mm. and and find in the gin. Whereas you know, if you if you had that list of you know all thirteen with the rose and the cucumber in there, you're like, oh god, where do I start? Yeah. I don't know what. Whereas if you're looking out for a cucumber or a rose, you get it. You're like, oh, 
ah, I can taste gin. I know what I'm talking about. So I think that's been a big part of its success as well. You know what you're getting. You you read Rose and Cucumber, you smell it, you get the cucumber, you taste it, and it's Uh just a very, you know, the journey all ties itself up in a little neat ribbon. You go, hooray, I'm a gin expert now. Yeah. And Genevieve, what have you got mixed with yours? I put, well, tonic, and then I put the cucumber and a lot of mint leaves. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I, it, it gives it just that extra, um, um, I don't know, freshness, I guess, what it mm. is. But the reason why I add the uh, uh, mint is because this goes back many, many years ago when I was, uh, after I finished my PhD uh, in Madrid, um, in Spain, and uh, we were out we, we were out um, collecting some samples in some rivers in the north of Spain looking for microbes. And I was with my uh, former PhD supervisor, and uh, she really liked gin and tonic. And we said, well, let's collect, let's collect our samples. And then in the evenings, we would sit down at a microscope going through the uh, samples with a gin and tonic. And <laughs> after, Brilliant. yeah, when we, we, as we were going to go into the, the house where we, we were staying, she spotted some mint, a, a mint plant. She said, oh, this will be delicious um, with a gin and tonic. And so well, let's try. And that's why it, it, it yeah. started, and every time I nice. drink gin and tonic, which is not that often, but when I do, I always put the uh, the mint leaves. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Oh, I love that. I yeah, love, and yeah. and the bringing back of the memories as well. Yes, yeah, exactly. And, yeah, and again, that handing mm. something on, like us with the cucumber and mm-hmm. the pepper, it's that then you can identify exactly who it was that suggested yes. it to yeah. you, and then it takes you back. Really nice. I'm going to mix mine. Yeah, I've done that. As I say, if you want to get a little bit fancier along the mint route, I do have a cocktail for you as well. Oh, yes. You could use Hendrix and it would work really well. So it's called a Southside. I think I've talked about them before. Yeah. Uh, so basically it's a gin daiquiri, but you shake it with mint in the shaker. All right. So you've got lime, sugar syrup, your gin, and then mint leaves. Shake it all up mm. and it's fresh, it's bright. It brings that kind of mint flavour. You can also top it with Prosecco if you want and make it a Southside Royale because oh, everything yes. goes well. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea yeah. of that. It sounds amazing. Yes, yeah, I shall try it, yeah. My son is very much into cocktails and, you know, I gave him a, a, one of these co- cocktail shakers for Christmas and uh, so I will suggest so next time he comes he, he can prepare it for me. It sounds really yeah. cool. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Good idea. I love it. I definitely want one of those. Oh, definitely, and I yeah. Definitely want to start adding some mint mm. as well. Mm. Um I don't don't I'm not sure I'd go with cucumber, pepper and mint. I think maybe that's a bit too far. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, maybe it's too much. To, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Stick to mint and cucumber or cucumber, cucumber and pepper. Yeah. Don't do all yeah. yeah. <laughs> Otherwise it starts to be very kind of fruit salady, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm so pleased that we have a Hendrix because we haven't done a standard Hendrix yet on the podcast and I love a Hendrix it's just good you can't knock Mm. it reliable as well you know exactly what you're getting it is yeah do you know it is just it it's absolutely that reliable Friday Mm. five o'clock I've got a gin Mm -hmm. I've got a gin that's a gin it's a gin and tonic. It's just, it is. It is. It's, good. it's not got cherry in it. It's not got anything weird in it. It's no not strawberries. Just... But, and and yeah. I think that's the thing with Hendrix and why it's continued 
for such a really long time because it's mm. really old on you. Um, yes, reliable. Yeah, very, very old. <laughs> <laughs> and why it is just such a staple everywhere because it is so reliable. And, you mm. know, who's not to love a reliable gin? It's amazing, though, how, you know, you know, Hendrix was one of the big, like, you saw it everywhere. And now there's just so mm. many gins. There is yeah, just so true. much competition. Yeah. You can't guarantee finding true. anything mm-hmm. anywhere anymore. True. Yeah. Really mm. true. Well, I'm glad we found the Hendrix. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy. Enjoy tasting Definitely. it. Drinking yes. it. Yeah. Yes. Cheers. <laughs> Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you very much. So that's the gin. It was a good gin or a terrible gin. (laughs) (laughs) Depending on the episode. (laughs) But at least we've tasted it. We know what it is. We know what's in it. Mm -hmm. We know whether we like it or we don't. And that was Tuesday. And that's Tuesday. But join us again on Friday because we will be drinking more of that gin with our guest and we'll be talking about their topic. Sarah, where can people find us? They can find us on all of the social media at Topic Gin. Lovely. And you can follow Emma at Gin Monkey UK on Instagram too. And so we've got tasting notes on there. We'll be introducing our guest on there later this week. And then find the episode on Friday at five on wherever you get your podcasts like this one. See you then. Cheers. See you then. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>